1: Are you ready to talk money, Reb?
0: I'm ready to talk money.
1: Well, that's really great because this is the show where Dave, that's me, and you, Reb, talk about the hard issues around money. And so if you're not ready to talk money, then it's Let's Talk Money with Dave. And that is a lot more boring. Yeah, <laughs> so. you
0: need a little spice in your life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's so welcome to me, the show. That's
0: why God put me in your life.
1: Yes, absolutely, a hundred percent. That's why He put me, put you in my you life. Need a I little more say. spice. Yes, yes.
0: And you'd still be eating macaroni at a one pot.
1: At a one pot, the only way to eat <laughs> macaroni. So no matter how many people are in the house, <laughs> in one pot. So, anyways, that's a total uh, little side. Uh, is, Uh, What what do we call that? No, I was going to say... Uh, side information about my cooking skills, right? So, anyways, welcome to the show. Here we are. This is the show where we talk about the hard issues about money. And if you haven't heard the show, then welcome. Uh, We uh, host all of the archive shows on morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, and notmine.ca. And then, of course, it's on your favorite podcasting platform, Google... What do we well, Google play? I guess you can send down, download everything, but uh, we've got Spotify and iTunes and all those other good spots. So if we're not on your streaming service, then feel free to reach out and we'll, we'll make sure we get there. So there we go. I'm all done. Okay. Housekeeping.
0: We are welcoming Ray, Rev, uh, Reverend Ray Borg. <laughs> I don't call you Reverend. <laughs> no, open. that
2: sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> From, uh, <laughs> From, yeah, the Financial Discipleship, where are you from? (laughs) Yeah, Financial Discipleship Canada. (laughs) And not mine.ca. Yeah. So, welcome here this morning.
2: Thank you. I know. Yep. Don't Day. you
0: just love us, Ray? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> yes we walked together for quite a few years now, Ray. <laughs> it's fun.
1: So, yes. And of course, if you have listened to the show, you'll know that Ray is a regular guest yes. on our show, and, and we love to just dig into what is Scripture going to be saying about it today? And, and Reb, I know, I don't want to steal your thunder, but you've got you some... Can. Pretty, pretty well. There's cool so
0: many today. ways. I mean, we developed a whole other podcast which we aren't going to talk about today. Because, uh, Talking
1: anyway. about this one, on <laughs> <up> for this <laughs> one, I, yeah. So, we're just I gotta keep But peaking their
2: interest. I know, yeah. peaking
0: your interest. So, yeah. I want everyone to imagine that they're out in the wilderness, mm. um, in a forest, maybe a bush, getting eaten by mosquitoes, you know, Canadian, good Canadian bushland, mm-hmm. and uh. You have no supplies with you. You feel totally unprepared. You don't have mosquito repellent. You don't have, uh, it starts to rain. You have nothing to cover yourself. And you don't have food or water. Mm. And uh, what does that feel like? Like that's, that's getting lost in a, a Canadian bush I'm imagining this morning. Um, but there's another wilderness we want to talk about today that. Kind of can align with that Canadian bush experience. Um, because the people of Israel we read about in scripture were, um, in a Hosea, I'm going to read a verse from there. They were allured, drawn into the wilderness. So, you know, by the Lord, it says in Hosea. And I'm like, what would, like, why would you go to the wilderness without supplies, leave a place Uh, that has so much good food and water and wine. And why would you you be led? Why would you even follow going to the wilderness? But in Hosea, um, that whole book is about God restoring and wanting to restore and wanting to call his people back and wanting his people to come back to him. And he uses the journey of the wilderness to draw them there. And it it almost doesn't make sense to me like mm. it, it just almost like why like except he ha- he had to draw them out to the wilderness so that they could realign their hearts with what was really important. And today we're going to talk a little bit about that wilderness where we aren't maybe not in Egypt any longer. We haven't quite reached the promised land. And, of course, if you are new to the Bible, you may be wondering, what are you talking about, this Egypt wilderness promised land? Well, that is the story of the exodus Mm -hmm. of the people of Israel from slavery and how God had promised to get them to a land flowing with milk and honey. Mm -hmm. But today… Um, I'm just going to read a couple verses from Hosea 2 and it says in verse 14, I'm now going to allure her. I'll lead her into the desert and speak tenderly to her. There I will give her back her vineyards and will make the valley of Achor, which is the valley of trouble, a door of hope. There she will sing as in the days of her youth, as in the day she came up out of Egypt. I mean, if you can go to your, get, grab your Bible and read this chapter, it is, God then declares in that day, I will, you will call me your husband. You will no longer call me your master. I will (laughs) remove from the names of your lips, the bales. No longer will their names be invoked. I will make a covenant with them. And he goes on about this intimacy that he's creating all by alluring her to the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where the segue is because.
1: Oh, I, I'm looking at you going, man, oh man, we can probably pause there and we're going to have a, a lot to say. I mean, how do we relate that to a little bit of our, our circumstances here? One of the, um, and Ray, I'm going to, throw this out too but one of the thoughts that we had in in this verse is you know the the story of the israelites is like the the story of god and man right like it's this the the journey of the israelites over their history is god interacting with man so that's why we we like to go and and as we read that story we can see our own journey in their journey so we can go okay um you know the israelites were in you know the different seasons in their history and God speaks into those seasons and God directs. And so there is a, and this is why we go to the Old Testament and Reb reading those verses of Hosea and say, okay, I feel like God's kind of led me out to the desert i don't understand it. has he done that anywhere before <laughs> with anybody before? <laughs> can I take some encouragement? Is there hope <laughs> that I will come out of the desert like did 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 that happen before? So just even reading those verses, I mean that's where my brain kind of turned to was, oh good, We can actually see ourselves in a lot of these these this Parts of the, the Israelites' history and how God, you know, saves them, rescues them, provides for them, all of these things. And specifically, um, you know, when we're talking about Hosea and, you know, God's desire to be
2: their one true love, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, as I heard you reading in those scriptures, I was reminded how even Jesus, before he began his ministry, was taken out to the wilderness and mm-hmm. the desert yeah. for 40 days, too. Just having that quiet time with Father. Yeah. I mean, you're, you've are you got no distractions. Everything's been removed. And in a lot of senses, even for the Israelites, everything was stripped away. Yeah. Being in the middle of there, I mean, you're absolutely dependent on the Lord because you couldn't rely on anything that mm-hmm. was familiar in the past. Um, just, uh, you know, I was meditating on uh, Exodus 40 um, with a group of leaders just uh, last week, and we were talking about... You know, in the midst of absolute extreme conditions, because wilderness, like you were, mm-hmm. what you were describing, picturing, yeah, that would be pretty tough. You think of humidity, rains, mosquitoes, all that kind of <laughs> stuff. Then you think of the desert, intense heat during the day and cold at night. Mm-hmm. Um, in the midst of that, there was a cloud of his presence mm-hmm. and the fire of his presence, and so there was a sense of, and the community was. Gathered around the tabernacle, and so that whole sense of there's a sense of community when we walk together. And but the Lord's covering and His Mm -hmm. uh, His presence there, and um, just being aware that in the midst of that He provided the manna and yeah the the meat mm-hmm. in the midst that he met their needs in very harsh conditions.
0: Well, and I think that is where you were mm-hmm. pondering that's how we got yeah, the th- different talking seasons, about this right? podcast yeah. because the different seasons and if listeners are feeling wilderness-like and the reason we pointedly are talking about it is because uh, at the recording of the show gas prices out our way are like 207 and you know everyone's talking about 6.7 inflationary rate everyone's talking about the cost of living going up and our wages not and everyone's feeling like oh man we can't now have the bounty of egypt perhaps because we're paying for gas and i mean that's maybe putting it in a maybe that's a silly representation but some of us might be feeling Mm wilderness-like and what you wanted to encourage people with today is that what just ray just said Mm -hmm. in harsh conditions God is our provider.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and, and thinking about a little bit of the story of the Israelites you know, on a kind of a macro level, you know, I was just thinking of the, the the three seasons, you know, there's the the season in their history of them being in Egypt. So you're kind of getting, you know, and I'm just jumping into the middle of the story a little bit, but Jacob getting to Egypt and and that's a time of prosperity for them, it's a time of growth, it's a time of protection, and and you know, for 400 years, they're there and then somewhere during that 400 years it's a time of slavery like there's a there's a transition that happens there in that season in egypt and then there's the season in the in the desert for 40 years and then there's the season of the promised land and and going you know and all of that 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 in kind of entails that and and looking at that and saying you know at any time in our own lives, we could find ourselves in, hey, a place like Egypt or, or in the wilderness or even in the promised land. And just kind of recognizing that God meets with the Israelites in, in, in different ways and in, in through those seasons, um, you know, the Israelites, when they're in the wilderness – are desperately wanting to go back to slavery, but at least the safety and the food, it's all about the food. We know it's all about the food. <laughs> <laughs> they want to go back to the food of Egypt because, you know, here they are in the desert. And, and you know, the desert season, as we've talked about, it focuses us on, on right down to the core of God. It, it takes all the other voices away and, and really gets... The wilderness season focuses our attention on the Lord and on, you know, what is really truly core. And, and as you said, Ray, Jesus went in, out into the desert, I think, just simply to be alone so he could hear the Father. Because even in his, you know, coming out, he he knew that he needed to be clear in hearing the Father. And so, I love that the temptation of Christ, of course, is is that, okay, did God really say? Like, now the, the temptation for Christ is, you come out of 40 days, did you really hear him, right? <laughs> and Jesus, of course, did, uh, you know. But looking at those three seasons and going, okay, so you might find yourself in one of those seasons. And how is God? They're each unique to us uh, in the desert we become very focused but in the promised land we lose focus there's so many other good things that distract us from from the lord and so in those seasons we really want to say okay lord let's let's again uh, as you read in hosea you know the lord may bring us back to a season of catching our attention sending us back well and i back. think
0: right now in a practical sense we are, mm-hmm. our attention is being mm-hmm. caught and it's it's hurting it's hurting yep. us financially. People who maybe who haven't had to think about money are having to think about, uh, hopefully, about it a bit more. So,
2: well, even as you watch the markets right now, um, mm-hmm. and people we were talking about that yesterday with a group, you know, Bitcoin and yes. people who invested in that, watching it suddenly half of it being gone, and uh, Mark is continuing to tumble and. People are losing money, and so it is a season where God's getting our attention, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and the beautiful part of that Hosea verse, if we keep that in mind, is that he's, he's showing us that he's our husband, mm-hmm. no longer our master, that he comes along and he identifies with us. He, he stands with us at the altar of life and says, you're mine, and what you go through, I go through. Like
2: mm-hmm.
0: I we're we're and we were talking this morning on the drive in that that um you know unity with the Lord. I mean he just he wants our hearts back. Mm-hmm. And and I guess that's the question, you know, if we're out in the cause I am thinking of the Canadian bush, I'm thinking of our own bush, mm-hmm. right? With mm-hmm. all of its, you know, <laughs> challenges and ticks and uh croaking frogs uh, yeah and we've got a lot of water ours isn't desert ours is like too much water you know do do i want to be back and run to my house and you know jump into the hot tub make and have a nice barbecue and you know but if i'm stuck out there what is what is the question and ray maybe you can Um, maybe some of these things we hadn't talked about before the show so you're probably I'm putting you on the spot but what is a question we can be asking the Lord because you are a great question asker sometimes to my very much my annoyance because I'm like can you just tell me what (laughs) you think Uh, I know uh, he's like like, it's like talking to Jesus talking to Ray is like talking to Jesus tell me what you think And, and then Ray comes back at you with a question you're like really so in the wilderness even though we might not Want to know what the question is? What do you think are some of the questions we can be asking the Lord in this season when the markets are crashing, when inflation is up, when we might be thinking, man, I don't know if I can handle a second vehicle anymore? And I know we're ter- talking to a certain wealth community mm-hmm. today, but uh, we still have to ask ourselves these mm-hmm. questions. So, what do you think we should be asking?
2: Well, let me just share one thought as I segue into that. Um, I was listening to a fellow yesterday who I highly respect, and he read a scripture from Psalm 103, verse 7. It says, mm-hmm. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the children of Israel. And he said, My heart, since a young man, is that I would know the ways of the Lord. Because if I know the ways of the Lord, I won't worry about the manna and the quail. Because that will come. But if I understand the ways of the Lord, Father, what is it you're trying to do deep inside me? The part you read about the allure, Lord, what is it that you're alluring? What is it in the alluring? Usually you have to let go of some stuff because stuff gets exposed in our lives. So, Father, You have an intent, and I don't want to miss this season what it is you want to do at a deeper level. Mm -hmm. Because those actually, in reality, the money is God's, the stocks are God's, Mm -hmm. the car is God's. Mm -hmm. So, Lord, if you start stripping some of that stuff away, what is it you're trying to get into, into my heart, that you want to get anchored in there that will be understanding your heart and your ways? Mm -hmm. So I know that for the next season of what we might be encountering. Yeah.
0: Okay. Wow. Well, you know,
1: and and I, I was just thinking of Jesus going into the desert, though. Just you know, and it, it, whether you know, again, um, you know, he as he goes into the desert, that that's kind of a mini season for him to go. Okay, Lord, so show me your way. Mm-hmm. Like I, yeah. I can't imagine that Christ isn't praying that prayer mm-hmm. as he, you know, the Spirit led him into the desert. I'm not sure he made that plan a week before he left. He just hey, the Spirit led him into the desert, and 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 then he's asking the Lord that exact question. So, show me your way in this season. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm fasting, right? Like, he didn't have to fast in the no, desert, no. but he was, you know? And, you know, again, going back a little bit to the temptation, the first temptation is, well, turn that rock into bread. I know you can do it. And it's like, no, no, no. The, the way of the Lord, I'm, You know, Mm -hmm. putting that into our conversation today is, no, sorry, can't do it because the Father hasn't said that I should do that, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So,
0: I've got a Brian Dirksen song running through my head. mm -hmm. So, you can all, after the show, go write it down. It's called The Jesus Way. Mm -hmm. And he says, show me your way, show me your truth, show me the road that leads to you. Mm -hmm. Show me your way, the Jesus way. and." there is we are not without examples like Mm -hmm. maybe the israelites didn't have the example they didn't have a written story but maybe they had stories um that were told to them to encourage them and the testimony of their ancestors and what we have is the jesus way we have his way written for us we have him going to the wilderness we have him um you know, um, I, I'm also thinking of the disciples saying to Jesus at one point, well, you know, you haven't eaten. And he says, well, um, to do the will of the Father is my bread and my water. You know, he's like, I, I'm, I'm not thinking about food. I'm thinking about, and, and, and if we get honest, it's not about the money. It's not about what we're eating. It's about what God is doing in our heart. And you said it. I just, you know, I don't want to miss in this season what you're doing in my heart. So what is it that you're doing? Mm -hmm. What is it that I'm supposed to know about your ways that are going to root me and anchor me? I'm just paraphrasing what you said, Ray, because you're so wise. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying (laughs) that facetiously. You know, rooted and anchored. Mm -hmm. And then there's the other verses in, in the New Testament that say that, You know, Jesus is that hope and he, Mm -hmm. that hope is the anchor. Mm -hmm. You know, his way is the anchor. And if, and, and, and back to, um, I love how the word of God connects from, from the stories of, of the Torah to the prophets, to the Psalms, to the New Testament, because then it says, you know, I will make the valley of Acor a door of hope that Valley of Trouble, which actually, um, I didn't ha- take the time to go back and look, but you can Google Valley of Acre because it's related to a place where there was um, disaster for Israel previously. Judgment. Yeah. And judgment. Mm. And it... And he is saying that those places that are hard and we don't understand become doors of hope. But why is it a door of hope? It's because we have Christ. Mm -hmm. Because in the New Testament, the anchor is our hope. And what are we anchored to The that what ray said what is the thing we're supposed to get now we'll we'll each get a different message when we ask that of the lord but the overall arching message is that jesus jesus's way the way of sacrifice the way of letting go the way of um considering others better than ourselves these are such hard things for us to release because we want our own way we want the quail we want the food that we ate in egypt and and God is saying, but I have something better for you. You know, Isaiah 55, which is one of my favorite things, you know, why do you spend money on what is not bread and your wages on what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good so that your soul will delight itself in abundance. Like, do we hear the, like, as you as listeners, are we hearing the voice of the Lord speak to us in the season we're in? And are we stopping long enough to ask the question? What is the way of your heart that you are showing us, so it will anchor me in the hope of Christ? Like that's just amazing.
1: So what do you say to that, Ray? <laughs>
2: Preach a it, girl. <laughs> it's, just, it's just amazing. Uh, I mean, like it is, this, it's, it's, it's like his word settles in it your spirit, does, and his yeah. word comes up mm-hmm. like a
0: fire, and and and. and and he doesn't want us without hope. It mm-hmm. it is we're listening to all these voices like it is hard to hear like Dave said to me, it is hard to hear the gas price. It is hard to hear all these things that are hitting, the wars, the rumors of wars, the mm-hmm. the places that are it is hard. People are suffering, our friends are suffering. It we're not making it a light of that, but
1: it's significant too. I mean uh, again, not to pivot away from what you're saying, but you know, in in terms of the context of, you know, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of voices, you know. And this, we talked a little bit about the wilderness, focusing our attention on the Lord, and and I think in this season, that's our encouragement to to, to ourselves and to to you is to say, listen, that we can't and and absolutely don't want to, in a sense, discount that there is lots of difficulty that there is lots of fear and unknown and all of these things but if you find yourself in a wilderness place then let's let's be focusing mm-hmm. our attention on the way of the Lord as Ray said let's focus our attention on on hearing what it is that the Lord is saying because as we know the Lord leads us through the wilderness he does, and so that may be, you know. Again, it may be that doesn't make sense. It may, it may be that we, the Lord's going to ask us to to share even the small little bit of resources that we have, like the widow and Elijah, where you know is Elijah or Elisha? I can never remember which the, one. But the oil, the oil, Elisha. yeah, Elisha. Elisha yeah. So you know that didn't make sense to her. I'm I'm going to make I'm, I'm going to just do my last meal and then die. There's a famine in the land. We are living in and I have absolutely nothing left. Didn't make sense. But that was the way of the Lord for her in that situation. Right. And so she
0: didn't die, and, and no, there was a miracle of no. well, replenishing. But I here's a question then to the practical part. How do we how do we seek the Lord in the wilderness, right? Mm. Like what is something that that you can leave listeners with today that says, you know. After the show, go do this thing with the Lord.
2: You know, I think given all that we are just talking about, you know, is really is getting in a quiet place, Mm. turn off the sounds and the voices and actually come away and just be quiet. And it may be it will take half an hour, sometimes an hour, but you actually intentionally just get quiet with the Lord with a a piece of paper and a pen and just say, Father, is there something you want to speak to me about today? about me
1: yeah that that and and you know I'll, uh, I'll i'll reiterate what you just say sometimes you have to wait to hear the the lord speak right mm-hmm. you know again uh you know the the wind comes and the, the storm and all that and the lord isn't in that and and you got to wait through some of that stuff that goes through our head to get to okay the lord is so if it takes an hour if it takes two hours if it takes two or three tries you know just keep at it and and when the lord speaks yeah then, just
2: don't get know. stressed about it yeah. just write what you know because often in teaching people to hear the voice of the lord it just write what comes to mind right away yeah. don't Don't analyze it and overthink it and judge it. Just write it down and then let it sit
1: and then see. Someone once said to me, you know, when you come into the presence of the Lord and you're asking him to speak and then you start writing stuff, that's the Lord speaking, right? So, you know, put it down and let it sit and, and talk to Him about it because you're coming into the presence of the Lord and you should expect Him to speak to you. <laughs> like, you know, that should be the, the result of that. So, yeah. I just and,
0: and I would add that if you spend some time reading His Word, yes. if you're not given mm-hmm. to that or listen to it, put it on when you're driving and you'll be surprised at what He's doing in the quiet place and, and, meeting you there. You'll mm-hmm. find it. Um, he'll speak to you through his word in the same way. And that's just really important. So Ray, could you just pray pray for us at the end of our time?
2: Father, we just say thank you for, um, Lord, those reminders in scripture where you draw your people into the wilderness and there is an intent in your heart to come and meet with us there. You don't abandon us there. You come and you meet with us in that And you come and you allure, you woo us, you speak to us. And so, Father, I pray for each one of us listening, would you come now even and speak into our hearts and our understanding a very clear word, Lord, that would reassure us, Lord, would anchor us, uh, a scripture maybe that would come to mind, words of a song, um, those words just suddenly popping into our mind, Father, that um, suddenly you would speak life through those words to us. And so, Father, we just say thank you for anchoring us in the midst of the storms, Father, that you never let go of us. And so, Father, we rest in that and we just say thank you for that in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Well, thanks again, Ray, for sitting in with us and sharing a conversation. Thanks, Rev, for showing up, too. Appreciate that. Thanks, it. you're welcome. <laughs> Anytime. Doing my best. Awesome. And thank you for joining us. And, uh, and we re- so appreciate when we get feedback or when you reach out. It really does encourage us. So join us next week when we talk money.